Yes. He's just online. Yes. I was like, you. Like, do you? Is it opposite day every day? Of your life? Because I'm so confused. Like that was such a lie. Got it. Oh my gosh. <clears throat> Hello. Whoa. Oh my gosh, you sound like a chipmunk. It's so loud. <laughs> it's you the one yelling. <laughs> Hello, party people. Hey, peeps. Let me have my radio voice on. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, welcome back to Whole Snacks. Yes, I am Elena. And <laughs> you sound like Anna Delby. I may be. And I am Shayla, and this is episode 12. Is it? Yes. It's our um, last episode before our little mid-season break. Oh, correct. So we wrapping up some things, some thingy things. Yeah. I did some TV watching yesterday. Oh. Um, well, I finished up the ultimatum this morning. I just had the reunion to watch. I had watched everything else. So, oh. um, uh, <laughs> I'm having a hard time thinking. Oh, what are you drinking? Um, <laughs> I am drinking water because it's 1020 in the morning and I don't have appropriate morning alcohol. True. Um, I am actually not drinking alcohol. I have a ginger ale because I drank too much alcohol last night. <laughs> I have a, um, I think it's like, like red berry vodka and Sprite mix in the refrigerator, but I was like vodka at 10 a.m. Mm. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't have judged you. And the people listening don't know what time it is uh, if you didn't tell them what time it is. <laughs> I have to be honest with the people. <laughs> um, yeah, I have actually have whiskey that I could have put in some coffee, and that would have been appropriate morning alcohol. <laughs> yeah. um, but I cannot. <laughs> I cannot. I'm the hair of the dog. Just get back into it. Well, I'm going to lunch um, with a friend at one, and I, um, I hope that that place can make a Bloody Mary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I I am not a huge Bloody Mary fan, but I like crave Bloody Marys when I'm hungover. They're like the only thing that works for me. I don't think I've ever craved a Bloody Mary. <laughs> <laughs> I drink them if someone gives me one or like if they have all the stuff in them, like the bacon and all that shit, yeah. I'll, I'll get it. That's when I'll yeah. crave it because I'll see all the food that's in it. Well, after I, um, <laughs> I try not to be too graphic here, but after I visited the restaurant to do what one does when they are hungover, <laughs> oh, gosh. I got back in the bed and immediately pulled up the restaurant's menu to see if they had a Bloody Mary on their menu. <laughs> well, do they? No, 
but they have a full bar so I feel like they could make a Bloody Mary I mean I guess if they would obviously require tomato juice if they don't have that then I might be screwed yeah they might have tomato juice just like a little bit to have on hand yeah um but I will keep you updated on that (laughs) on your Bloody Mary excursion so for now I have ginger ale to help um like my stomach because <laughs> yeah. it doesn't feel too great um I think it's funny that when our stomachs are upset we like drink a soda <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it's like the soda I think it's the ginger that's in it I know but like we could make like a, a ginger drink or something but instead we just like buy a carbonated <laughs> soda I just find it so funny <laughs> Oh, I, you know what? No, that's bad. I don't have that anymore. I thought I had Pedialyte in the um, fridge, but I don't. I have Pedialyte popsicles. Maybe I should have one of those. Popsicles? Yeah. Pedialyte popsicle? Yeah, it's like the little, um, you know, those that are in the plastic, long plastic, like when we were kids, the, those kind of popsicles. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's that, but it's Pedialyte. Interesting. I bought them when I had food poisoning um, before because I needed to stay hydrated and I couldn't keep anything on my stomach. So I had the popsicles. I guess it's a good way to trick the children <laughs> into like having good food. You just give them a popsicle and they're getting yeah. Well, they used to have those. Um, do you remember the cough drop suckers that were like the teddy bears? Yeah. Yeah. I used to love those. <laughs> I don't know if I got them I think we just had like regular cough drops no my parents got me those probably because I was a needy kid I guess I don't know you're like I want a teddy bear <laughs> my voice sounded just like that too <laughs> it probably did it uh, probably did. I mean you should know you knew me when I was eight yeah but I don't remember your voice <laughs> you had the same which you have now at eight years old have you you know I started thinking (laughs) the other day so I started listening to the thing about Pam podcast um because I you know had already watched the show and we're gonna talk about it so I was like well I'm gonna listen to the podcast so I can make sure I stay like updated on the story before we talk about it on the show so anyways my point is Keith Morrison narrates the podcast as well. And I was thinking on my way to work yesterday, I was like, I wonder like, how old was he when his voice got that deep? <laughs> like, what did he sound like as a kid? That, like I had that legit thought. <laughs> Probably dropped when he was like, between like 12 and 15. But his voice is so deep. Can you imagine a 12 year old being like, I'm Keith Morrison? Yeah. I can't because I've heard I've heard like random young kids just having like really deep voices it's weird but into these deep voice children before (laughs) deep voice children this is what they are they just need their own like support group (laughs) um Oh, that well, that reminds me of a book that I'm reading, The Final Girls Support Group. It's mm. the same author that 
write that wrote the um southern book club's guide to slaying vampires yeah it's so good i'm almost done with that i think oh well we must discuss once you finish yeah it's getting crazy it's getting crazy um all right well should we hop into this thing yes let's talk about these couples Uh, excuse me oh my gosh sorry the ginger ale (laughs) (laughs) um the carbonation yes so do you want to talk about um the ultimatum or uh hot what was it what is it called hot white or hot pink it's hot you gotta be white and hot (laughs) oh (laughs) I said hot pants. <laughs> no. Um, let's do the ultimatum. Okay. Um, well, I guess we should talk about, because we talked about the new couplings last time, so we could talk about when they got back with their regular couples. Yeah. And then move right along into the uh, decisions and the reunion. Yeah, the craziness. Um. So did we talk about, we didn't talk about Alexis's bachelorette party, did we? No, we hadn't gotten that far yet. Well, I don't think you got that far in watching it yet. Okay. Um, Well, yeah. So Alexis came back for her bachelorette party with the girl. So it was like another girls night thing. Yeah. Um, And it was a very I feel like we missed something because Ray was very like sad and upset the whole time it just seemed like she started off that way and I was like did we miss something there were lots of parts in the show where I felt like we missed something I feel like they cut a lot of information out that we needed yeah I was like why is she sitting there like that with her head down and but it, it seemed like it started that way I was like there's there's something that is not here that we were told <laughs> probably a part of their conversation or something that they just yeah. cut it off for whatever reason but then alexis like basically was badgering her to get with jake and be with jake and april was sitting right there that all they did they did that multiple times like not just in that scene but other scenes throughout the show where they're trying to get one girl to say that she really really likes this other guy but his yeah. real girlfriend is sitting an inch away from her. I'm like, really? Yeah. It's like, so weird. I get why you're here. And like, yeah, you've been living with him. And, you know, obviously she likes him. They all have been telling them, oh, you make such a great couple. But like with his actual girlfriend who's in love with him sitting an inch away, you could be a little more considerate. Yeah. Yeah. Like you could have that conversation outside of April being there um, or with your like own girlfriends outside of the show yeah like you could have called her and texted her you could have said like bring the cameras and done it like privately without yeah. it instead of yeah. like being a bitch I felt like that was really bitchy it was but I feel like that's how Alexis is to be honest <laughs> yeah I mean it didn't seem out of character yeah um yeah she seems like a little bit of a like instigator yeah I think she like she like likes to speak her mind and just doesn't care if it's gonna hurt someone's feelings yeah like that's my truth like people say that all the time that annoys me oh my gosh yes I hate that I hate that phrase (laughs) I hate that phrase which uh 
not to give anything away from the reunion, but when Vanessa had asked Zay something and she was like, is that the truth? And he was like, that's my truth. And I was like, so. Like like, when people say that's my truth. It makes me feel like you're lying. Yeah. Outside of like maybe a domestic violence situation or something where you have like two people saying opposite things. That's when you said you're lying. Right. Like, why else would, like, she says, is that the truth? And you would just say yes. Like, why would you say say that's that's my truth? (laughs) So is there another side to the story? Like, (laughs) exactly. Like, what else are we missing? What other truths are there? Right. Um, So then Jake and April, when they got back together, they immediately at least from what we were shown because again this could have been something that we didn't see like the whole story but from what we were shown they immediately got into an argument like as soon as they moved back in together yeah I'm so I was like wait a second um because he got mad at her for talking to guys at the bar or whatever she basically did what Colby did because Mm -hmm. they were living together but they weren't having a relationship so they went out to the bar and met people and then Jake got mad at her for it but he was all like cuddled up with Ray I'm so confused yeah like you're literally laying in bed with another woman making out with her you know telling each other how much you like each other and she's just like partying at the club with a random guy that she doesn't care about yeah I don't I don't see like how it is something to get upset about in that situation I think he's just insecure because Uh he was talking about before more than once about like her Instagram and like guys liking her stuff or like posting pictures with guys that she's met and whatever and so I think he's just insecure about her being out and being an attractive woman that gets hit on all the time yeah well he don't have to work on that (laughs) yeah (laughs) you're gonna date someone attractive you've got to deal with it other people are gonna find them attractive exactly um and then she went through his phone Mm mm-hmm um and there's the whole video of Ray shaking her ass <laughs> I don't know if I would have gotten mad at him for it but I would have been annoyed yeah like you really don't need this on your phone like it wasn't like she was dancing on him and he was like touching her and grinding and whatever she was just yeah. like twerking in the air like <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> like annoying <laughs> and unnecessary but not a big deal right um and then uh, the other thing with them, April thought she was pregnant, and then she told Jake when she found out she wasn't, she was like, I bet you're glad about this. Yeah. I, I thought that was a little bit manipulative communication there, but yeah, I guess that's her, her truth. <laughs> yeah, unnecessary petty comment, but I did... <laughs> at the bachelorette the way she brought it up that she thought she might be pregnant was really weird to me yes it was weird and then right after that comment is when they showed ray looking really sad and i was like i feel like those like they edited them together like that but that's not really why she was sad yeah maybe but also it's just weird like i because i think she might have ray might have looked that way if they were in the same scene because like she didn't know that he was going to go back and have sex with her yeah April because they had been telling each other how much they like each other and whatever so yeah it could have been because of that like oh he had sex with her like the first day they got back together yeah 
either way she, the way she brought it up was like oh make it virgin for me i might be pregnant i was like uh, what <laughs> you just got back together 12 hours ago <laughs> and then um somebody said just take the shot and take the test later yeah <laughs> like wait a second what was it it's sorry madison yeah madison madeline yeah i think it was her oh i mean well that makes sense the way <laughs> she was uh at the other girls night yeah I, mean, I I felt that way too I felt it I was like girl you're not pregnant just take the shot and move on <laughs> um, did you also notice that Lauren was not in attendance at this bridal shower or engagement party whatever it was yes I did I did notice I yeah like they just didn't want to deal with it her and uh what's his face Nathan, Nathan. yeah um so who else um do you want to talk about Zay and Ray sure um they were like a hot mess <laughs> when they got yeah. back together they definitely should not be dating it was no. clear like Ray didn't miss him <laughs> no <laughs> she was like I just want to be back with Jake like you could tell yeah yeah and like Zay was getting all upset about everything and she was just like oh it's not that important yeah and it's so weird because she's the one that issued the ultimatum and then it was just basically switched like he was the one you know like trying to make sure they stay together yeah yeah I think he realized what he had and then she realized that he wasn't doing enough before yeah yeah and then um but I will say though when he was like trying to express his feelings to her and she was just sitting there I was getting so annoyed with her I was getting so annoyed with her like that made me dislike her like to my core I was like yeah you're like say something <laughs> say something yeah I don't I don't know what happened there she had a brain fart and like just couldn't get the words out and was just blankly staring off into space uncomfortably yes it was so weird it was literally like a shell of a person was just sitting there and then she's like I'm gonna like my nose is running I'm gonna just get up I was like I feel like it had to be her thinking like I don't want to be with him but I don't want to have that conversation right now yeah because like what else do you say like he's like basically trying to pour his heart out to you like he wants to work on this and you already know that you're done yeah and then you're filming a tv show where you can't really tell him you're done right now <laughs> yeah um but then she did break up with him and immediately went and ran to jake to tell him that she was single also i found it very weird that they were still like meeting up afterwards because like basically now Ray is your ex so why are you meeting up with her when you're supposed to be working on your relationship with uh April yeah like I would have been annoyed I wonder if he told April or if they just met up like April was you know out with some girls and he was like oh I'm gonna go have dinner or whatever who knows because I would have been pissed at that yeah like why do y'all need to meet up and have dinner and drinks and like laugh and touch each other <laughs> Yeah, and it was weird. He, like, I can't remember now, but he, like, made some comment about how he, like, missed her and wanted to be with her and stuff, but then he told her, I'm working on things with April. 
Yeah. I was like, well, which one is it? Yeah, he his wording flip-flopped a lot because even afterwards when he was doing his little one-on-one interview, he said like, you know, it was hard telling her that I was going to work on things with April, but like she's single now, so who knows? And I was like, what? Yeah. That can't be the same thing. Yeah. You can't do both. No. And you knew she was going to be single before this. You already knew that she didn't want to go back with Zay. So like that you either should have decided already or not. Yeah. Like it's not like it's a new thing. Yeah. That <sighs> Ray and Zay, I I pinned it. I don't know if that's the right term, but I not coined it. I what is that term? Like when you say I knew it, but it's like another term. Is it pegged? Called it. I called it. Oh. I called it from the beginning that they didn't need to be together. Yeah. I definitely didn't think they needed an ultimatum from from the beginning. Yeah. That was definitely weird. Like, can you imagine if they had gotten married? No. Yeah. Very volatile. Yes. Um, like they, if they were going to stay together, they needed counseling. Like oh. their conversation was 50% better with Ray's mom there, but she can't be there all the time. Exactly. Uh, yeah. They need a therapist if they were to stay together, but ultimately yeah. they don't need to be together. So no. that worked out. Um, okay. Shanique and Randall. Yes. Shanique kind of got on my nerves in the beginning of them getting back together because she immediately was like, what do I need to work on? What do I need to do? Tell me all my bad things. And Ray was like, relax. I just, we just got back together. Like, can we, you know, get back into the flow of things before we start giving each other all these negative information? Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Um, I don't actually remember too much about them getting back together. (laughs) I mean, it for, um, when they went to dinner with her parents, which her dad, I thought that was her friend. That man could have been her brother. And I know. <laughs> he looks so young. I mean, this is Shanique's dad. I said her dad. <laughs> that man's like 50 and looks 22. <laughs> he doesn't make any sense. Yes. I was like, wait a second. Whatever water he's drinking, whatever food his wife is cooking, I want all of it. Because yeah. yeah. she's keeping that man young. <laughs> he's fresh. He just came out the womb. It's like, wait a second. Okay. I thought oh. I had missed something. I was like, oh, that's her brother. And I was like, okay, where's her dad? And then it says dad. And I'm like, huh? <laughs> yes, I was I was dying. I was my eyes. I was like the big eye emoji. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm very confused, but I like it. Do whatever you're doing, Dad. That's great. Yeah. Um, so I remember that when they had that conversation with her parents about um, you know, how things went with Madeline and Zay, basically. Yeah. Um, but besides that, and then they were when they had the argument where she looked at her dog while she was eating and she said, fuck the ring. <laughs> she is very petty and like passive aggressive yes and I know that has to be annoying because as soon as she doesn't get her way she's like fuck this shit I'm not talking to you anymore uh-huh yep yep I'm very spoiled but I feel like that's also probably 
partially his fault by spoiling her as a boyfriend. Uh-huh. Did you oh, him saying yes? <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. They... I think they're okay together. I mean, yeah, they seem very in love and, like, actually care to fix whatever issues they have. Like, I really don't think their issues are that big. Yeah. They're just are young. Yeah. Um, and then who do we have left? Colby and Madeline. Yeah. Toxic. Ugh, they're crazy. Toxicity. <laughs> um, him and that freaking robe. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Every time I saw that robe, I was like, why is he wearing that? This one time he didn't have it on, and he like picked it up and he put it on all like dramatic like. <laughs> like what is the robe? The man likes a robe. <laughs> um yeah, they I don't know. They seem very toxic to me and volatile and they just argue all the time and he doesn't listen um he just I feel like he listens to respond and doesn't listen to hear yeah I feel like he just he already knows like his reasonings for doing something and so when she's saying the opposite he's like well I didn't do that so I don't care yeah but I I don't necessarily dislike them together I just think they need to grow up mm-hmm. and like stop being stubborn because I think they're both stubborn in their own ways yeah don't really listen because they'll be sometimes they'll be saying the same thing but then they're not like paying attention to the other person who just want to be right yeah yeah and Madeline like I think she flip-flops what she wants a lot Mm -hmm. um but towards the end of their three-week trial marriage she seemed to like be really wanting to try yeah and then he wasn't listening to things she was saying and then if he didn't get his way he would like get up and like change the subject basically yeah, and I think having her friends listen to a lot of their conversations was bad too. Uh-huh. And it's like he's now embarrassed you because now you're fighting in front of your friends and your friends don't like him and are telling you to leave him. So of course you're gonna be like, Oh yeah, I'm gonna leave him. But then like when she apparently got by herself and thought about it and talked to him again, they worked it out when they were alone. Yeah. I don't think that that was really helpful. Yeah. Um Okay, well, should we move on to the decisions? Yeah. Drama. <laughs> um, okay, which one do you want to talk about first for the decisions? Um, let's do uh, April and what's-his-face. Jake. Yeah. Um, so I was very confused because up to that point yeah they like kind of argued and stuff at the beginning of their trial marriage Mm -hmm. but then they had seemed to have from what we saw a deep conversation and an understanding and seemed like they were like working things out yeah and um did I think that he was going to propose to her maybe not but I thought that they were going to like leave together yeah 
again, I think something was skipped in the show. Yeah. I thought they were going to still like work on their relationship and just yeah. be a couple. I was really yeah. confused when he said that he didn't want to be with her. I was like, what? Yeah. Yeah. They, so they broke up and I was very confused. Um, they seemed like in such a good space in the previous scene that we'd seen them in. Yeah. So to go into that, you're thinking like, oh, they're going to be together. And maybe that was the editing's purpose was to make us think the opposite of what was going to happen. Yeah. But it was stupid to me. I didn't like it. No, I didn't like it either. So they didn't work out, um, which I think was fine. I, I would have liked them to work it out, but the more and more of like, seeing things and seeing getting to know Jake I see why it didn't work out and it shouldn't have worked out yeah like I I liked them together for the most part but I think their personalities are so different in that I think Jake is resistant to changing anything yeah like because I mean April I honestly don't think there's that much wrong with April. Like she's loud and has a big personality, but she's not mean. She's not cruel. She's just a little bit louder than you. Yeah. So I just think he needs to voice himself more instead of like being quiet all the time and holding stuff in that he doesn't like, but he won't do it. So it doesn't work. Mm -hmm. Because then he gets Uh mad at her and it's like, she didn't really do anything. You just didn't speak up for yourself. Yeah, I agree. I liked April. She was my favorite. (laughs) yeah like she she seemed fine to me (laughs) yeah yeah I agree um so they didn't work out and then uh Ray and Zay broke up before even the decision day so yeah they I guess there's no point in them being there so they weren't there yeah their little breakup scene was semi-hard to watch though because I I was scared that he was going to do something bad because of how upset he was like wanting her to stay yeah they were just running around the apartment and she was like trying to leave and he was like grabbing onto her elbow and then I think they might have been in the bedroom or something and she was like tell you couldn't see them but she was telling him to like let go of her and get off of him and I was like oh no is this going to turn into like a we hate Zay thing yeah but it ended up being fine yeah well and she uh punched him yeah um so that was yeah they they're they are toxicity at its finest um, yeah I mean at some point if someone's telling you to get off of them and you don't they're gonna retaliate in whatever way that they feel yeah comfortable and like he's a big ass man so like if a man's holding on to me and I'm like get off of me and he's like no and I'm like trying to leave the room and he's blocking the doorway you're probably gonna get hit <laughs> <laughs> at this point I feel like it's fight or flight because now like you're stopping me from doing what I want yeah but I, I know that she felt really bad about it even if they wanted to work it out I don't think she could forgive herself for punching him because she felt bad yeah so I don't think it was going to work out after that anyway yeah so they were at decision day and then Randall and Shanique um they got engaged yes uh and it was very sweet yeah um I wasn't surprised at that yeah I wasn't surprised either and then 
<laughs> Madeline and um, Colby, not only did they get engaged, they got married. Yeah. Um, I wonder if it was, I was thinking, like, I wonder if it was actually a legal marriage because you've got to have, like, the papers and sign them within, I don't know, 24 hours or whatever. Yeah. So did they have papers or did you have to redo an actual wedding again? I don't know. Um, but I also feel lightly like because she, she looked very uncomfortable when he said do you want to get married and then she was just kind of like uh yeah but I feel like it was more of a like I guess since we're in front of all these people um <laughs> and I had read an article in Cosmo that um they had interviewed some relationship experts about this show um and like the people and stuff on it and the lady had said in there too she said I feel like that was very manipulative and it shows that he still is not listening to his partner maybe and that he I just hesitation more is like you know that's not the type of wedding that she'd always dreamed of like her parents are here kind of thing that's what I pictured that was going on in her head yeah yeah but they did it um I would have been upset to get married in that dress because that was not a cute dress. <laughs> yeah. I would have, if I had said yes, in my head, I would have been like, we're going to redo this. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. I'm like, yeah, we can get married, but this is not our actual wedding. <laughs> yeah. Like this can be our anniversary if it, you know, works out like that, but uh, yeah. we're having an actual wedding with a party and I'm in a white dress. Yeah, exactly. Um, like we could have our wedding on our one year wedding anniversary. Yeah. Um, so that's, how the decisions ended up but then we got way more information <laughs> coming well, this the part where uh jake talked to ray oh, yes so that's that was something that i wanted to bring up so i'm glad you brought that up because he told april when he He's such a liar <laughs> he told april when he uh ended it with her that he was not going to go run off uh like he was like me and Ray are not going to go run off in the world together like go running away or whatever but and then fire and then he talked to Ray and actually asked her to go somewhere yeah like pick a destination anywhere in the world and we'll take a flight like here's two plane tickets like what are you talking about that's literally running off with her Yes. that is the yes. definition that is exactly what April pictured when you said I'm not going to go run off with Ray <laughs> That's exactly what she means. That's the same thing when he told Ray that his mother liked her. Yes. He's just a liar. Yes. I was like, you? Like, do you, is it opposite day every day of your life? Because I'm so confused. Like, that was such a lie. Like, you, he knew what he was going to do. Like, you didn't just come up with, let's go get plane tickets together and go on vacation on the spot like you knew you were going to do that before you broke up with April so why even say that he was telling on himself uh-huh like I am gonna go run off with Ray yes, yes. yeah he, oh my gosh I can't with him <laughs> <laughs> um so then Ray said yes and then they walked off hand in hand and it grossed me out the whole time I was watching it yeah I was like you don't like each other that much stop it yeah yeah, I was like, I don't like it. I don't like soon. it. It's way too soon. 
Yes. And he was like, he, when he was walking, he was walking like he was super uncomfortable. And I was like, does that how he normally walks? And I just never <laughs> noticed it. I didn't look at it. You have to go back and watch. He's like a, like a robot. I don't know. Maybe it's from when he was in the military. He just learned how to walk like that. I don't Maybe. Weird. Uh, I didn't notice it. I was, I think I was just too disgusted. um okay so I don't think I missed anything else before we go to the reunion reunion time yeah so first of all I want to say that Nick and Vanessa are very awkward hosts yeah what I noticed is that sometimes when Vanessa brings up their past Nick looks upset yeah like anytime that she's like I had to deal with his shit or like he was in a very public marriage and public divorce he looks uncomfortable that she's bringing it up and it's like bro we know all this already yeah like it's real new information (laughs) yeah and then some of the stuff she says sounds very like rehearsed and I'm like I don't like that doesn't sound natural at all yeah I think I I think a lot of of what she's saying is like on a prompter in front of them yeah it might have been like said multiple times and that's just the recording they chose (laughs) yeah um well so the reunion had all of the couples so even Nate and Lauren were there and Alexis and Hunter yes um so they didn't talk too much to Nate and Lauren except for you could tell pretty much the whole rest of the cast does not like him yeah I don't know I I feel like we didn't get enough of him to know why that they just completely dislike him yeah like the one scene that we saw that was bad was like him proposing to her and they didn't like that but outside of that if she's happy with him what else do they really have to be upset about right um but they showed the clip they like match up all the times he's talked about kids yeah and that was pretty hilarious um and then there was a moment of course where Alexis being her instigative self was like so are they having kids or not yeah and I'm like I was like I was like girl why are you so like obsessed yes um and then Lauren was like we agreed on one which I feel like I mean we don't know what they went through with their therapy and everything but I feel like she I don't know that she's doing it to make him happy and not that she actually wants the kid. I don't know. I still think kind of what Jake said to her was true in that she's just scared to have kids with him because of what their lifestyle is now. Yeah. But I don't know. Cause she didn't, when they were talking, she didn't seem like super opposed to kids in conversations with Jake, but it was just, in conversations with Nathan that she seemed uncomfortable about it. Um, you mean Colby? Colby, yeah. Okay, I was about to be like, I don't think I remember her talking to Jake. Um, no, Jake is the liar. <laughs> I mean, I know that. <laughs> All I picture in my head is two light-skinned people. <laughs> um, so I, I don't know, their relationship's interesting and I'll be interested to see how that plays out. Well, do you want updates from TikTok? Yes. 
yeah um, they seem super happy they're living together and like um I've seen both of their TikToks I don't think they had a ton of videos on either one but I think Lauren popped up on my page first and was like filming uh Nathan like doing work on his laptop in the office or something but just like silly couple shit and they seemed happy but um what I learned is that they neither one of them actually really gave an ultimatum to the other one like the producers told Nathan that he was going to be the one to give her the ultimatum so I think that's what made a lot of their interactions on the show awkward and like upsetting for a lot of people is that they really weren't they were there to be on the show like you know applied to be on a dating show but they didn't know it was going to be the ultimatum so like Um, they had the opposite um opinions on kids but it wasn't like as huge of a deal for them as they were putting it on the show that's so weird so (laughs) why were they if they were in a relationship why were they applying to be on a dating show but didn't know what it was I don't know because like they get they eventually told them like the working title is the ultimatum and they were like oh okay and then they had told them that um okay like one of you is going to give the other one an ultimatum and blah 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 and like Nathan said in an interview like he kind of just blacked out on one of the phone calls so he didn't really understand what they were asking him to do so the first time he realized that he was supposed to be giving Lauren the ultimatum was on camera when we saw on the show and they said why are you giving Lauren the ultimatum? And then he brought up kids. And so that's what it became. It's on me, right? <laughs> I'm very confused, but. I mean, okay. it might've been, it was probably like a dating show, like, I don't know, where that you knew you might be dating other people, but like having an ultimatum and having to decide whether you're getting married right now probably wasn't what they were expecting. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. I think Nate might be a little bit of a liar too, maybe. I don't know. Who knows? I feel like that tracked with a lot of dating shows though. Yeah. Well, I just don't understand going on a dating show when you're in a relationship and not knowing what you're signing up for. I'm very confused how that works out. Like, I think if you're single and you're like, okay, I'm going to just go on this dating show, but I don't really know what the premise is, then sure. But as in a couple, I feel like that's weird. I mean, you know, you're going to be going on there and dating other people. So you're obviously comfortable with that part. Because, I mean, it's a dating show, so you know that's what you'd be doing. Yeah, I don't know. I wouldn't go on a dating show in a couple anyways, so maybe that's why I'm confused. Yeah, I mean, I don't understand why anyone would do that show. It doesn't make any yeah. sense. Like, I would just yeah. go to counseling and figure out if we should be together. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or just break up and, like, you know, date around for three months and see if we want to get back together. But I'm not, like, doing all that on a dating show. no. No. no the world does not need to see the inner workings of us figuring out if we should get married uh no um alexis and hunter are still engaged and planning their wedding yeah they, they see they moved in together they seem happy yeah hunter seems like a more charismatic person from yeah. the reunion very smiley and happy and 
I can see more of why they get along from uh-huh. the little clips of them on the reunion than what we saw in the beginning of the show. Yeah. Um, who's next? Okay, so April and Jake were still not together. No. Um, I think they, I don't know if they like actually legitimately tried to work things out after, but she was still living with him for a couple months, she said. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if it, it really sounded like they worked on their relationship, but I, it's kind of like they were still like in limbo doing like semi-relationship stuff just because they lived together. Yeah. Um, but she eventually moved out and apparently she is extremely happy in a very serious relationship with some older man. Older man. And her hair is blonde. Yes, she looks very good with the blonde hair. Yeah, it's okay. I think all over blonde is too much of her, but I've seen her since and it's kind of like died down and it's more like less, it's got more brown in it now because her hair is coming yeah. through and I like that better. Yeah, um, I haven't seen anything. I was looking me. for them after I finished it. I was like, now TikTok can show me everything. <laughs> um and Jake actually it did not seem like he's with Ray no not um I think they're friends like you because didn't you say you called it when you said I see friend vibes with them yeah they are definitely still friends from their TikToks they hang out all the time and you know I don't know a lot of them seem to hang out like Ray and Jake were together with someone else who's like an actual couple. And I was like, they look coupley, but they're not dating. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so they, so they didn't, they didn't go on the trip. No. Um, and that's because apparently Ray and Zay were back together. Apparently that's what he says. Ray said like, they didn't go on the trip because they felt it was too soon and like inconsiderate of their yeah. old partners. But Zay was like, why didn't you really go on the trip? Because we were together. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. So I was like, apparently, well, apparently they were fucking every day is what yeah. Zay said. <laughs> yeah. like, we were not fucking every day. It's like you're <laughs> fucking a lot, sounds like. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um so they didn't go on their trip they're not together anymore and Ray said she was in I don't did she say she was in a relationship with somebody or they were they're just like dating I think it's a relationship with a woman yeah because she's uh, really bi which she didn't really talk about on the show she didn't talk about it on the show at all until the <laughs> reunion yeah because I mean on the reunion she said like she was never comfortable saying that she was bi yeah I wonder why or like how she got to that point to talk about it on the reunion show. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe this um, person she's in a relationship with. She's like, maybe she's so happy with her. So she's fine talking about it. Yeah. Uh, Which I creeped on her TikTok. um, But uh, I don't know. Is her girlfriend on any of her TikToks? Not that I've seen. I watched a live of hers like last week. Um, and someone had asked, like, are you still with the girl you mentioned on the reunion? But she never answered it. Oh. 
Um, well, she was actually the spoiler that I saw, the one spoiler I got when I was watching the show. It was the video of her and Zay when it was like, just like a montage of them together. Oh, and it, was like, it basically was like, I am always gonna love you, whatever, whatever. Like that popped up. So I was like, no, cause I was like, that basically <laughs> tells me that they're not together. Yeah. Um, but I didn't know like what the context was cause I hadn't watched the rest of the show. So I didn't know if it was because they, uh, you know, ended up staying with Shanique or if she ended up staying with Jake. But then I was like, if she's staying with Jake, why would she put this video up? So I was like, stop, get off my feet. I'm not watching this. Um, yeah, I so saw that. The one spoiler I got. Um, so Shanique and Randall, they got engaged on their decision day, but then they ultimately broke up um but they got back together yeah I think I could say their engagement might have been too soon for them yeah I don't think that they really like worked on much they just decided like oh we actually want to be together but like their issues were still issues yeah so I'm glad that they took the time apart and you know worked on themselves yeah um I think it was good for them they said they took like six months off so um that worked out and now they're back together but they're still not engaged but I think that's fine because they're young anyways yeah I was um I was dreading thinking like oh my gosh is he gonna propose on the reunion <laughs> yes I thought that for a split second I was like please do not <laughs> I was like it'll be cute but also maybe still too soon yeah and I feel like for them it should be like not on television because then it's like this show is defining their whole yeah continuation of their relationship um and then we have Madeline and Colby yes who are still married yes and with child (laughs) yes I knew it I knew it I just knew there's gonna be a baby in there um she and, looks so good pregnant though yeah she does and it was so funny because they got uh and by they I mean the show got the baby one of the silver cups yes <laughs> baby sippy cup with a straw and a lid with the little two handles on the side I was like that's actually really cute yeah it is super cute uh so funny um so I don't know they seem happy I mean they're pregnant so yeah I mean they looked very happy and smiley it didn't seem fake at all yeah no it didn't so I guess it worked out yeah for them um so far apparently her friends still uh like him now (laughs) (laughs) yeah I mean when you see when you're like there for like actual big blow-up fights you're gonna be like oh I hate him so I mean probably just seeing them afterwards and how they've gotten along and changed things and how Madeline talks about him probably changed their perspective yeah um well I mean that I think that's it that I have to say about all of them do you got anything else oh the one thing that we missed about Ray Zay and Shanique is that they never told Ray that they that he and Shanique slept together yeah Yep, and she blew up on him. 
Yeah. She was like, you had me being friends with this girl and you didn't tell me that y'all slept together, which I would have been pissed about too. Like, at least let me know. Like they can, we can still be friends and like me and her can still get along, but she knows something that I don't know about my relationship. So that's weird. It was weird. And it was very childish of him not to tell her that. And she like, and I do like that she pointed out to Shanique she said I'm not upset with you that was not your place to tell me because she yeah. was like I what she was like I want to make that clear which I thought was really good of her to do yeah. um like actually and, I probably wouldn't have brought it up to her either I would have assumed yeah. that they told her because I told Randall and yeah. like I'm obviously not going to bring up that I slept with your man so if you don't want to talk about it neither do I right exactly <laughs> um and I she I feel like that blow up on Zay was a long time coming and a lot of other things maybe like fueled that um but I will say that like she didn't let Zay (laughs) Zay apologize and that's what he was trying to do yeah (laughs) and I know it's because she was pissed and like I said I think a lot of that was just everything all at once coming out Mm -hmm. um but I was like girl if you just like be quiet for a second he's trying to say he's sorry (laughs) yeah yeah it was was a little late for the apology at this point but he was trying yes yes yeah she she was just in her own head and already pissed off about it and like nothing mattered yeah um which I did watch a TikTok of hers this morning actually where she said that she found out about it the night before she was um, in the hotel um, at the reunion, and I don't know how she oh. got footage, but there, I could I, I either missed that part or she didn't explain it well. But she saw the scene of him and Shanique on an iPad in the hotel room by herself, and then it had just oh. built up. And then when she got to the reunion and they finally showed the clip during the reunion, that's when she just like blew up. Yeah. But what I'm confused about is I saw, I went to Zay's TikTok and he has a video saying, I don't remember what the trend is or like what the sound is, but basically the words are like, when they think I would actually have sex on national television. And I was like, but it looks like you did. And she handed you a tissue afterwards. And Ray was blowing up on you about having sex with Shanique and not telling her and you didn't say no I didn't so I'm confused and Shanique told Randall that y'all did so like that that TikTok made no sense to me I was like so what did you do then yeah you you did something sexual yeah and it seemed like sex and no one said that it wasn't sex (laughs) like (laughs) yeah I don't know I think Zay has some maturing to do yeah the show yeah. So I think once the show got past them, like living with their other, like friends, mm-hmm. uh, partners, <laughs> less cringy for me, yeah. um, except for Ray and Jake, because that was basically the whole first half of the show was that a continuation of that. So that was cringy to me. Mm-hmm. Um, Will I watch a second season of this? I don't know. <laughs> they have greenlit a second season, so there will be more. Yeah. I think 
I think I would watch it again, but I also think they need to change around like how they do some of it. Yeah. Like there's too much of all of them canoodling and talking to each other about each other's partners and dating yeah. each other while you're all like two feet away from your actual partner. That was, it was a lot. Yeah. Like, you could yeah. pick them up a little bit. Yeah, it made me very, very, very uncomfortable. <laughs> um, and that Cosmo article I read, the author of that article also said that it was very awkward and cringy and didn't like the setup either. Yeah. And they need to stop cutting so many things out. Like make the season longer and like give us context clues. Yeah. Or the episodes could be longer. Yeah. Because I can't remember who it was. Oh, it was... Um, Colby and Madeline there was one scene where they're pissed off at each other and they hate each other and then the very next scene they're nice and loving to each other and I'm like we missed a conversation something happened and it was not discussed like even if it happened like late at night when the cameras were gone like you could have had them like rehash a little bit of it and you weren't confused yeah yeah like she hated him last night (laughs) (laughs) yeah (laughs) there's a lot of that so I think like you said it needs some some work some work um but I will watch love is blind again I like that better (laughs) I'm going to start uh love is blind Japan because I've heard that there's a lot of drama in that yeah but I have to be like when I'm not doing anything else because there's no English uh audio so you have to watch it in Japanese Um, and do the subtitles yeah, so I gotta like do it when I have nothing else to do with my day and just like stare at the TV so I can read what's happening. <laughs> um, I well, I finally was able to not have the subtitles on for Dairy Girls. <laughs> I got I got used to their accents, so I was able to watch it and understand everything they were saying. Good for you. <laughs> so proud of myself. Um, which apparently there's three seasons of that, but there's only two seasons on Netflix because they're currently airing the third season. Oh, um, yeah. And we don't have like next year. Yeah, we don't have that channel because it's in Ireland. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, well, should we talk about hot pants now? <laughs> yes, we can talk about the hot pants because that's <laughs> all they wear in their photos. Yeah, that sometimes. <laughs> um, so what did you think? Because this is actually one that I watched before you. Um, I was, so like Abercrombie and Fitch came out when we were kids. So like my brain was not thinking this way, but the moment they said like, this was basically through the lens of a gay man, I was like, that makes total complete fucking sense. Yeah. The photographer is gay. And then the CEO was like closeted gay but everyone apparently knew that he was gay he just didn't tell anyone well you know the photographer is actually married to a woman yeah 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 he has kids yeah and yeah. He's, he claims he like never did any of that stuff that he's been accused of he does claim this but <laughs> I feel like there are too many people yeah <laughs> giving yeah. the same story to uh-huh something for something not to be true right but I was like because <laughs> I don't remember who it was but they said like he was basically a gay icon in the community <laughs> and I was uh-huh. like I guess that makes sense like when you look at it it's a whole bunch of shirtless very attractive white men with abs and chest <laughs> like it makes sense that you know 
you would then hire a man who also likes men, even if he's not out about it. So that way he can capture what you like in a man. Uh-huh. Yeah. I was like, oh, like I, would, I never would have thought about that when I was a kid, but it, it made sense to me. And I was like, oh, <laughs> I see it. I, I see how a gay man would take these photos. Yes. Mostly, it was always mostly men in their photos. Like you would have sprinklings of women, but it was mm-hmm. a lot of men. It was a lot. Yeah, it was geared towards um, white, attractive men. Yeah. And they had women's clothing. Um, But I was not very shocked at all about all of the racist allegations and uh, like the stuff they had. Because I remember going into that store one time when I was in high school um it was either middle school or high school and I walked in I got lost in that store because it was so dark (laughs) no it was so dark I couldn't find the exit the employee was rude which is because they had I don't know if you um remember that in the documentary they said that they were trained to uh act like you were annoying yeah and I was like why would I want that like why do customers want you to act like hate them yeah (laughs) because I guess they want it to be exclusive I but that that's like the opposite of Chick-fil-a like (laughs) (laughs) I guess it's like because so like if you're thinking of popular kids in high school it's like they're mean but you also want them to like you yeah yeah that's kind of the vibe that they're trying to give off is like we're exclusive and like you can't sit with us but you want us to like you so you're going to keep coming back yeah yeah that's that's some good uh psychology there <laughs> um but yeah I went in it was dark I couldn't find the exit the person was rude to me and I felt very uncomfortable in there and it's probably because they didn't and this is uh, I w- will preface this whole conversation apparently Abercrombie is owned by completely different like management yeah. and, stuff, and they are not this anymore so this is old Abercrombie yeah. um, but I did not feel comfortable going in there and it's probably because they don't or didn't like black people <laughs> yeah I never I don't remember if I actually went in there like I might have been there one time by myself but outside of that I never felt comfortable going in there alone yep yep like Same. I would always look at it and be like oh that's the popular place and like you know little white kids would be going in there in and out perfectly fine but I felt weird and scared to go in there by myself so I just never did I was at the mall alone I wasn't going in there and even when I was with friends we never went inside I went inside like once with my mom and like walked around that dark ass place with the loud ass (laughs) music blaring she hated it because there's naked kids on posters basically and she's like why do you want to be in here let's go Uh uh-huh Yep. Yep. And then, um, they had that freaking t-shirt <laughs> was so bad. I cannot believe they thought that that was okay. They had so many terrible racist shirts. Yes. And like the lady who was like the creative director was talking about it. And I'm like, she doesn't seem uncomfortable. Like you should, like, it should be visibly uncomfortable for you to be talking about that you came up with these ideas. 
Yeah. Like basically all she said about it was like, it was a different time. And like, we would just come up with a different shirt if this one didn't work out. And it's like, you don't seem like you didn't, it doesn't feel like she did anything wrong. No. It, I, didn't, yeah. I, didn't, I did not like her. <laughs> no, I didn't like her either. I also am like, they threw in that SNL clip of Tina Fey. Yeah. That racist joke. And I'm surprised, at least I haven't heard or seen her like say anything about that. Yeah. I mean, however many years ago, the, that kind of stuff flew and it was fine. Yeah. But I would cringe if I was Tina Fey and I was put into this documentary. I would be like, they pulled the one fucking clip. Yes. Yes. Because I I love Tina Fey and I don't think she's like that at all. But uh, like you said, back in the day, back in the day, I feel so old. <laughs> back then, it was okay to make jokes about the way Asians drive, which is like not okay now to say at all. I have, um, regarding Tina Fey, I have heard people talk about um, the Asians in her in Mean Girls and like their caricatures and how she had them speak and stuff and like um, that was kind of racist which I yeah. can see yeah I can see that now too that you're pointing out yeah I can see them being uncomfortable like I didn't think about it then because it's just like a comedy parody type of movie yeah but yeah when they when I read it in whatever article that was however many years ago I was like oh that's probably very offensive to them yeah yeah and I'm just like um if I were Tina Fey I feel like I would make a statement and say look that's something that I did however many years ago and I accept that that was wrong and I shouldn't have done that and I am learning every day like I I don't know I feel like she she should say something because not saying anything to me just seems like weird I feel like they might be waving it out to see if anyone tries to drag her online yeah. it. Yeah. Because if nobody else says anything about it, she might not want to bring it up and like draw attention to it. Yeah. They um uh because of course I read a Cosmo article about the documentary and they brought it up in the documentary. I mean in the article. Did they? Yeah. Yeah. Like that was a point they made was that she was in there. Yeah. I guess we'll see if she comes yeah. out with anything. Yeah, which I um, was talking to one of my coworkers about the documentary, and they hadn't watched the documentary, so I was just telling them uh, what I had seen in it and stuff, mm-hmm. and they made a point and said, I feel like for some reason, um, and she was like, it's not right, but I feel like for some reason, um, racism and like racist jokes towards the Asian community are like quote unquote more acceptable than if you were to make jokes about you know the black community um and I was like that's true and that's wrong it shouldn't be like that yeah not make racist jokes like toward any race yeah I definitely think that's true because I think people feel so far removed from Asian people and Asian culture that it doesn't register to them yeah. that they're saying something wrong because it's like Asia's over there like it's it doesn't seem close to them 
right like you know black people slavery that happened here uh-huh like you hear about it all the time so yeah I don't know I think people don't put them together as being the same because they also had like a a tiki torch shirt or whatever and um I don't remember what it said but it was dumb yeah no the only one that sticks out in my head was the one they had of the Asian caricature man and it said Mr. Wong's uh laundry service and it said two Wong's make it white I was like who who thought that that was okay I feel like even quote-unquote back then that that's not right yeah and um one of the guys in the doc brought up like even if there were two Asians in the room which apparently they had two Asians on staff that in that kind of environment it's probably not safe or comfortable for them to bring up the fact that this is racist yeah because if I'm I'm the only black person in the room like yeah I'm gonna feel that it's racist but I'm probably gonna lose my job for being the only person that thinks this is wrong and like repeatedly saying oh this is racist this is racist this is racist they're just gonna kick me out of the room yeah so I don't know I would feel I wouldn't feel comfortable speaking up in there either like you're in a room of 10 white people and you're one of two Asian people that's going to say I hate this when everyone else loves it you're just going to sit in the corner and be quiet and hope it doesn't come back on you yeah exactly um I thought the um whatchamacallit the documentary is really good like I thought I, I thought it was better than I it was better than I thought <laughs> <laughs> I had a, like a, a brain fart there for a second yeah, I really liked it. I don't, I didn't care about Abercrombie, like, when it originally came out. I was like, oh, maybe I'll watch this. Yeah. But it's actually a really good documentary. They got really yeah. good people who were open and wanted to talk about this. hmm Yeah, and it touched on a lot of things. It touched about the whole, you know, racist thing that was going on, uh, supposed uh, sexual misconduct, yeah. um, uh how basically they just wanted pretty white people yeah their whole booklet about like this is who we can hire this who we can't hire this is what Abercrombie is this is what Abercrombie isn't I was like you really went that far to like put this in writing and in print yeah to like dreadlocks are bad (laughs) like yeah are you serious and then they changed the like when they did get in trouble for that um a group that ended up suing them mm-hmm. they just changed the names to have the people in the back were called something I can't remember and then you had the models that yeah. were up front yeah it's like even the like like punishment they had there were no real consequences for breaking the rules so no. like it didn't matter like they could pretend to be doing this but you're not going to punish them with anything you're not taking anything away you're not finding them you're not closing down stores so like what do they really care yeah and then the girl um that had the headscarf mm-hmm. and she went uh didn't go to the supreme court i think so 
yeah you compare it to wearing a baseball hat and I wouldn't um hire someone and like let them wear a baseball hat like this is for religion yes like a baseball hat is for fucking fun Uh, (laughs) yes I'm like that's like totally completely different what are you talking about like there's no way that's the same thing like you can't think that yeah and the girl I will say that one the hiring manager or um she said that she felt like like you could tell she felt uncomfortable and felt bad because she was like I wanted to hire this girl but they wouldn't let me yeah that how she looked like visibly upset and uncomfortable is how the fucking creative director with those t-shirts she looked when she was yes. talking about it yes, yes. <laughs> that's exactly how she should have looked and she just looked like oh this was my old job I loved it here <laughs> uh. <laughs> um but yeah it was really good there's a lot of like documentaries now that are popping up on Netflix because yeah. I, I think it's figuring out that I will watch them so it's like, <laughs> watch like oh she likes these uh-huh there's another one that I do want to watch um well, it's captive audience on Hulu so okay. we're probably going to end up watching that I guess um okay anything else about hot pants <laughs> um no okay yeah I like what I will say about um Abercrombie uh is that they have really changed a lot of their branding and models yeah um and like clothing sizes in general because like in the fashion blogger world they're huge people are like talking about them all the time and they have like a curved line now that apparently is really good for people with hips that I'm probably eventually going to buy into because they always look so good. Like every time I see a black girl with a butt and a hip, a hip, (laughs) um, (laughs) hips, uh, putting like trying on those pants. I'm like, they fit her so well. Yeah. They have like barely little gap in the waist and stuff. So I think they've done a lot, a good job, but also their CEO is a woman, which I think helps a lot. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, Isn't she, is she a black woman? She was white okay um maybe that was somebody else in the documentary uh and they also made a statement too when the documentary came out yeah um so yeah I think they're better now so it's definitely past Abercrombie that was no bueno yeah I remember in the doc they said um they turned down the music and turned on the lights yes (laughs) I was like thank god because that's like yeah it was wasn't Hollister like that too though uh I think so I think they were trying to like mimic each other because they were very similar especially in their like also the clothing so basic like the yes. t-shirts and stuff which is your name on across your chest or down the sleeve it's like it's just a yeah. fucking t-shirt and yeah she, she said they could mark up those shirts like 85 percent because they're so cheap to make yep I was like that's some shit yes yes it's crazy <laughs> um so definitely if you guys have not watched it yet go watch it it's like an hour and 20 minutes it's not long at all it's really good like a regular movie yeah um okay so do we have any pop culture um apparently (laughs) I think it's I think they said like it only happens like during a new full moon or whatever but uh 
what is his face? Machine Gun Kelly and uh, what's her face? Megan Fox. Yes. Uh, they She has a ritual that they do during the new full moon and they drink each other's blood. That's disgusting. <laughs> I can't remember. They did a, uh, like a spread for somebody. Um, probably it was something like Vogue, but like Japan Vogue or something like that, like for another country. Yeah. But um, in there, that's one of the things that she said is like they drink each other's blood, but like she has a ritual that she does during that time of year so I guess it happens like every few months when the new full moon comes out oh my gosh <laughs> wow <laughs> which um, I think was either last night or happening today or something so <laughs> we're recording on a Saturday so you know they might have done it recently oh my gosh <laughs> um, I also read that she was doing an interview or something and she said that um she and Machine Gun Kelly and Travis don't have a lot of double dates because um, she said Courtney and Travis are so magnetic, so there's not much talking to them. What does that mean? Like they're making out all the time? Yeah, yeah, um, they're too they're too busy in their own world, like being magnetized to each other. That I mean, there's not really much else for the other couple to do, I guess. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, they're in love, I guess. <laughs> um, I also read more on the Johnny Depp and Amber Heard thing. And apparently there was a psychologist that said that she uh, she believes Amber Heard to have borderline personality disorder. Yeah, she said she has borderline personality disorder and another one yeah something else but I couldn't remember it either yeah it was actually one that I've never heard of before which is very hard to do <laughs> but I, I'm like how she described it I mean I guess makes sense from how we're hearing that Amber acts and like she's yeah you know obsessed with herself and can like be mean and just like has yeah. like mood swings and yeah so I mean I guess it like the description makes sense from yeah. what we're hearing but I've been seeing a lot of their trial on my uh my tiki talkie <laughs> yeah um, yeah I also heard too that people are like putting that um therapist or counselor or whatever I don't know her actual title but the one that said she believes Amber Heard has those disorders um putting her under fire because she was hired by Johnny Depp's team yeah to evaluate her and but she didn't evaluate Johnny Depp yeah so and she like had dinner and drinks and stuff with his team and everything yeah I think they're from what I've seen on TikTok it seems like they're friends yeah I feel like her team probably didn't want her evaluated because it probably wouldn't have turned out well for them. Yeah. So they weren't going to do it on their own. So I guess Johnny's team had to do it. But her lawyer, her, her lawyers also seem um, slightly incompetent at times. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like there was um, one scene and he one of her lawyers was uh, uh, asking Johnny a question 
and he asked him the question and then Johnny starts talking and he's like I object and it's like how are you objecting to your own question <laughs> that's interesting <laughs> seem so nervous like I get it's like this is a huge case for them it's like yeah. I understand them being nervous but it also seems like this is their first case ever oh no <laughs> like I don't know there there's a, a lot and like uh every time Johnny would say something he's her lawyer would be like hearsay 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 <laughs> it's like I mean at one point Johnny was like oh I guess that's hearsay <laughs> <laughs> or he would start talking and then just pause because he would be like well the doctor told me and so he would just pause and wait for him to say hearsay because he knows he's going to stop him from telling him uh -huh. what the doctor said yeah yeah that's funny um the other pop culture news I can think of have you watched the Kardashians at all no okay well there's a scene in the second episode where Chris yells at the driver and it was oh, very about that. Yeah, it was very rude. So people were like dragging her on Twitter for being rude. Because even yeah, I think even even Chloe called her out like in the show. She was like, "It's not how," or she said, "It's not what you say to people, mom. It's how you say it." Yeah, that's what I heard. Is that she was being mean to a driver, and that Chloe said something to her about it. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So I think that's all I've got yeah the court case Chris and uh the Kravis making out so I don't have any other pop culture news is there anything you have um no. besides the blood no. drinking <laughs> it's not pop culture it's more current events about uh the abortion laws in Texas but the one thing I found interesting that I heard this week is that um, doctors, like abortion doctors are saying that the laws are backfiring because abortions are going up because women don't have enough time to make a decision. And so like they're hearing from the girls afterwards, like, you know, I might've decided to keep the baby, but I don't have time to make that decision. And I'd rather regret an abortion than a child. Yeah. So I yeah. was like that, I mean, that, that makes sense. Like you're giving them less time. So they're going to choose the lesser of two evils. Yeah. Yeah. That sucks. Yeah. It sucks for everybody. It sucks for the yeah. people making the laws who think they're doing a good thing by not letting abortions happen. And it sucks for the women who can't actually take the time to make a decision. Right. And exactly. they want to make because every, like, honestly, everyone could get what they wanted. Like, you don't want abortions to happen great but they're going to happen whether you make a law about it or not they were happening with laws with women doing it themselves so yeah you're not like none nothing that's ever happened has worked so just let it let women be yeah let <laughs> us <alone>. make, <laughs> you make decisions for ourselves like yeah. are you kidding me um all Thank right yeah, it's it's no bueno. I don't understand what world we're living in. This is 2022, right? <laughs> um, we're back in the 60s. That's where we are. Oh, no. <laughs> the 60s. <laughs> um, all right. Well, I guess that's it for our mid-season finale. Mm, Y'all. Yeah. Um, 
so we're definitely coming back with the thing about Pam. Yes, I shall binge. <laughs> and we'll do when we come back we'll cover the first three episodes because I think it's a six season or six episode season so okay um we'll do that and then I guess we'll decide what our second show is and you guys keep up with us on socials and we'll put it on there yeah I guess we can see like what is current and maybe do something like that yeah it'll be old yes so um we'll be back in two weeks so you guys will hear back from us on may 24th yeah we're gonna have two weeks off and then we'll be back to hear our lovely voices (laughs) (laughs) i didn't know if you were done talking or not It sounded like there was more to that sentence. So I was like, is she gonna finish? No, that was it. <laughs> that was it. I mid-season finale my sentence. <laughs> well, don't miss us too much, but we have tons of episodes if you wanna just hear our lovely voices say hi to you every day. Yes, and we we be on the socials. So um sometimes we're on the podcast socials and sometimes we're on our own socials so where can they find you if they want to go on your own socials um you can find me at eat shop do atl on all the socials you know the instagrams the twitters the tiktok (laughs) the facebook (laughs) and i am at shay appleby on instagram and twitter and at shay underscore appleby on tiktok but i have not done the TikTok in a while. I just go on there and stalk other people's videos. She's a stalker. <laughs> so if you want to interact with me, Instagram <laughs> and Twitter is the way, the the place to be. Yes. She's gotten better at Twitter, y'all. I she have. Was she was not interested in the Twitter. She was like, <laughs> why do I have to be here? <laughs> yes. Oh, oh, that is pop culture news is that freaking Elon Musk bought Twitter. And then one day I woke up to, cause I get random tweet notifications from <laughs> accounts that I don't even like follow or care about. I don't understand yeah. why my phone sends those to me, but I woke up and fucking Donald Trump showed up on my Twitter, like notification Ew, wow. and it said, thank you at Elon Musk. So I guess because I Elon Twitter. No, you know, you know, they kicked him off of Twitter. Like he was not allowed to have, he was a, under a Twitter ban. So yeah. I guess when, I guess when Twitter back because they're friends. Yes. I think when Elon bought Ew. it, that he allowed Trump to get back on the platform. Ew. We don't and want then that. His first tweet said, I will grant any American $2,500 who likes this tweet and follows me. <sighs> Make it 25,000 Trump and I'll follow you. <laughs> Put the more zeros on there. I'll get the money in my cash app and then immediately unfollow you. Yeah, exactly. And then there is like somebody, I read through some of the comments and there, of course, there's people that was like, welcome back, Trump. Oh. And I was like, ugh, gag. Like Elon could have ended world hunger. and instead decides to buy twitter decides to buy twitter and give trump access back yeah we do not need to hear from trump at all 
No, it was a freaking like, when I woke up and saw that on my phone, I was like, why? Why? Oh, um, it like ruined my day, whatever day I that was. Honestly, I've like forgotten about Trump. Like he doesn't exist in my world anymore. And now he's yeah. going to show up on Twitter and people are going to start talking about him again. So he's going to say dumb stuff. Yep. Yep. I don't think he, which I haven't gone back and actually looked on his um, page, but I haven't gotten any more random notifications about him either. But I don't think he's saying much right now because he's about to go to trial <laughs> for his nonsense. I wish he would end up in jail. Yes. Oh, what was I going to say? Um, who was it that was on The Masked Singer and uh, Ken walked off? Oh, yeah. Um, his uh, right-hand man. <laughs> what is his name? Giuliani. Rudy. Yeah. Yeah. Like, as soon as he took off his mask, Ken's face was, like, disgusted. Yes. Angry. Yes. And I'm surprised he stayed like on their little stage as long as he did yeah but he waited until Rudy started singing and then he was like I'm out yeah yeah he was like I'm dead yeah he was pissed I would yeah. like I honestly wouldn't be surprised if Ken didn't want to do the show ever again just because they let Rudy come on mm-hmm. that's how mad he looked yeah yeah um it was not good um okay well now that we hopped into more random pop culture news <laughs> we have to go and reminder again two week break for us we'll be back on the 24th follow us on all the socials and that's it that's it i gotta go on, i gotta go put on some hot pants <laughs> <laughs> i have to put on some hot pants too i feel like Okay, I thought it was going to rain and I was going to be upset because I wanted to eat outside, but it looks fine. Yeah. Okay. All right, guys, we're going to go put on our hot pants. Yes. Bye. Bye. Oh my gosh. Okay, let me do that again. <laughs> so, this is the end of our mid season finale. <laughs> Okay, okay, okay. Um, <laughs> all right, guys, we'll be back in two weeks.